Hello, this is Terry. And this is Coco. And this is Adventures in Organized Chaos. Where we talk about... Local politics. National politics. Some culture. Lots of culture. Some movies. Definitely some movies? Maybe some books. Mmm. We talk about organizing. Absolutely. Let's talk about that movement work. Let's get into it. All right. And I don't want to be disrespected anymore. (laughs) I'm not disrespecting you. I just think you just like that chair. That's just my honest opinion. You think I wouldn't change for the sake of this chair? You think I would just stay here just because I love this chair? No, I think you'd be fine with us taking your chair up and putting it in that room. Welcome back to Adventures in Organized Chaos. (laughs) Are we recording yet? Yeah, of course. Oh, of course we are. Great. Awesome. (laughs) What are we talking about today, Coco? Um, I have a long list of uh, very serious topics, so um, we're going to break them up and maybe not get to all of them. They include speed signage campaign, Kelly School speed meeting, mm-hmm. budget hearings, and the argument for a chief financial officer for the city. Oh. Uh, neighborhood cleanups shout out. Okay. I saw you out there. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ward 4 City Councilor, whoever you are. <laughs> and, one, and one Holyoke for doing this all the time, all over the Yeah, city. right? Like, they're pretty <laughs> consistent. Um, and then we have, oh, we, we need to make lots of commercials, but we're not going to do that today. And procrastination and thought bubbles. Yeah. Right on. That was Terry's contribution and the weather. I think that was actually Milo's contribution. Ooh. I mean, the raw, the raw capitalist truth about working with interns is whatever they produce is mine. That's the raw truth. Okay, like they can definitely get some credit. Here we go, people. And by credit, I mean from their school. (laughs) (laughs) All you get is credits on paper. All we get is a selfie. And, yes, yes. Um, maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe. Mike, you, you got a neighbor to neighbor T-shirt though, I got, right? I got a T-shirt, got so a t-shirt. I get a T-shirt and you get my intellectual. That's right. Um, property. I will take that. Yeah. Gladly take your intellectual property. That was I, good. I, I like it. <laughs> yeah, sweet. Are That's you taking funny. pictures, Coco? I took a picture. <laughs> this is you. Uh, she said. Is, she said see? selfie. I thought it'd be nicer if I just took an actual picture. Oh. <laughs> I, I just this is bad. All right, why would why we just All right, well what what are we doing? We're going to we're going to take a break. Yeah, but maybe we should take a break. <laughs> I feel like we just We haven't even it. started and we're all over the place. We're chaotic. <laughs> hey, let's go on an adventure. All right, we'll be right back with the uh, first topic whatever that may be. Peace. <laughs> all right, we're back. Hey. What's up? Um speeding. Speeding is up. Speeding is up. And I mean, like, literally, speeding is up. Is that because the temperatures, like, changed and it's nicer out and the windows are down? Yeah. There's more people out. Mm. Speeding is up. Mm. And there's all kinds of hubbub. And there's, like, some real serious stuff going on. Accidents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, Recent accidents. Deaths. Mm -hmm. um, Just straight up disrespectful drivers, you know, making you feel weird about walking your dog. Mm -hmm. Um, it's hard to get to the grocery store if you need to cross the street. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's problems, man. There's issues. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's let's backpedal a little bit. <laughs> what is an ideal like situate like speed limit in the in the neighborhood? What is a good speed? I would say, since I spent my early childhood years on a military base, I would say five miles an hour. Oh. Because that's what the speed limit was on base. Five. Five miles an hour 
in the neighborhoods. Fifteen in other areas. That's what I got for you, people. That's all. Thank you very much. Wow. I'm so take that and go right home. Feels like if I, now correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like you want Ward Four to be like a military base. Is that what Ouch. I'm supposed to like no. get out of that? Wow. Well, it may feel like one sometimes uh, <laughs> because of Shot Spotter and our interesting policing. But yeah. uh, um, no, that's not what I meant. Okay. I meant that people need to slow the F down. Okay. Yeah. And, and it is it is kind of fast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I want the cars to be like, like people cruise sometimes, but mm-hmm. then other times they like slam on the gas. I wish I would prefer people who just drove so slow that it was annoying than people who run every stop sign as if they have to get to the next one as quickly as possible. That's 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 part of driving. That's the challenge, right? And then trying to race to the next. Is that what it is? I thought it was just to get to your destination more quickly than by foot. Okay. So what is what is <laughs> what is the city council going to do about speeding? I don't think they're going to do anything. What are you going to oh. do? I mean, I've I've put in a lot of speed, you know, traffic related orders and a lot of counselors have. This isn't a new problem. It just gets worse every year because I don't actually know why it gets worse every year. I mean, I would blame it on, you know, like everything. Education starts at the beginning. So Mm -hmm. if you don't take driver's ed, if you don't have a driving test in person, if you're taking your permit online and then, you know, like. Who's teaching you how to drive? Someone who also didn't take driver's ed and got their permit online? You know what I mean? Like, it's a slippery slope. Mm. So if we start by not knowing what we're doing, then we get to a place where no one pays attention either because they don't know what they're doing or they just don't care. And I think it's more the latter than anything else. Like, I think people know that you're supposed to stop at stop signs. I think people (laughs) do know that that's the purpose of a stop sign. But I also feel like. You know, people get behind the wheel and they get real comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The music sounds nice. The windows are down. The air is great. And you might lose sight of how fast you're you're going. And, I, you know, there are some people, you know, that are definitely speeding, like racing through the neighborhood. And like, you know, I, I'm not going to make an excuse for those folks. Um, but I just, I, you know, I. So you don't think this is a serious problem? No, I think that is is. Oh, so now, okay, right? Like, do you see, like... I don't know. I think because I had this conversation or um, this intergroup that I'm with had this conversation with Maria when she was taking us around Holyoke, how they've also added a lot more stop signs to Mm. the city. And um, it's kind of like we were trying to figure out why they would want to add more stop signs. And one, maybe the reason people are speeding going through them is because they're not used to them, Mm. right? But also it's a red sign, you know? It's kind of hard to <laughs> miss, right? And it's miss. a universal sign, It's a universal, too. it says stop. Some of them right. even blink. So, right. Some of them even <laughs> So, blink. and it's also <laughs> trying to get related to maybe trying to get more people from outside Holyoke into Holyoke because Maria was saying it could be for, like, tourism. So mm. you're stopping at more corners so you get the chance to look around. To actually look around. Yeah, so yeah. it's like before people were driving through to get through to mm-hmm. go where they're going to go, so... There's no reason to stop. But now you have all these stop signs on every other corner and it's making people look around. It's making people be like, oh, like, mm. what's there? What's here? That's a very interesting. Uh, That's my point, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very interesting theory. Yeah. No, but I like well, that. Yeah. I like that thought of like stop signs being an element of like, like economic development and yeah. like a way to pause. And for the record, I don't. It's not that I don't think speeding is a bad 
thing. And my thought would be speed bumps are great. Speed tables mm. are great. They really do slow you down. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, especially for the vehicles that are Well, we lowered. don't have money for that. We only have money for other <laughs> See, things. here's the thing. That's always like we it's got. A, we always just don't We have always have a money. problem, it's but we never enough. have enough money to actually right. like mm. deal with the said problem. And even if we know what the solutions are, we don't have the money for it. Yeah. Raised, mm. raised walkways speed speed tables not just like the speed bumps but actual the like the, like, the tape yeah 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 oh, those yeah those are great because even a lot of the cars that are lowered you know they they are forced to slow down to go over oh, those they won't because even they go will, over like a, a pothole yeah, like they, a yeah. like yeah. a manhole so they, a level that, that raised manhole. that raised um level on the road could also be a really good walkway Ooh, to help yeah. with getting raised more crosswalks yeah, mm -hmm. raised yeah. Crosswalks. Mm -hmm. especially crosswalks. in touristy areas right yep. Yep. <laughs> these new but where we really want them is in the other areas. But right. you need them yeah, in the yeah. neighborhoods. You need yeah. them in the community. You need them right. in the neighborhood. And like I've seen the little flag situation making sure like for the like more popular crossings or whatever, yeah. there are flags that you can grab to like Right. And then to, buttons to, to push right. There. Let people know that you're crossing. Yeah. It's a, it's really about getting people used to it. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. Holyoke is for many a place they go through to get home mm. and until we get people to treat us like the human beings that we are living in this city um the better off we'll all be like as it is people are racing through to get through they're not here as tourists mm -hmm. you know they're coming yeah. literally through south hadley to get to east hampton or to get to the highway or people live in East Hampton and come through Holyoke by 391 or, you know, whatever their people's weird reason and commute is, is none of my business. But we have to figure out a way to get them to stop treating Holyoke like their own personal highway home, because yeah. that's not what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I would I would say that it's also residents, too, because, you know, there are people here that do speed that live here. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not just the outsiders. It's folks that live here as well that need to like respect their home a little bit more i Absolutely. guess i don't know but yeah I, we need to sell it to ourselves so we can sell it to other people that's for sure that but part how? yeah yeah that's the question by first raising money for speed tables ah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> money. money is well, the solution and actually our um city engineer gave out a great um gave a great presentation in the last public safety meeting mm -hmm. like a week ago and it had the price breakdown for all these various solutions so um the idea of raising money for something like this isn't the worst one I've heard, frankly, because now we know what they cost. So mm -hmm. if we come to the table and we're like, hey, we want these speed tables. Here's the money. Here's the signatures. Like the excuses are gone. Yeah. And you got to think strategically <laughs> and ensure that they're not just in the touristy areas right. where you. Well, I don't thinking. live in a touristy area, <laughs> right. well, so I don't represent a touristy area, although we are getting a white hut. You right? are. I saw that. Yeah. I've never heard of White Hut before. There's only one other one. Yeah. Oh. It's in West Springfield. It wants to be crystals, but, you know, it's it not. It doesn't want to be crystals. <laughs> I thought it wanted to be White Castle. Ooh. Just Ooh. White Hut. Ooh. You know? No. I think it was there before White Castle. It's like from oh. the 50s or something. Crystals. <laughs> like crystal burgers. What, you never had a crystal, crystal no. burger? Okay. I I've see. had White Castle, though. Crystals. I've, I've driven past a White Castle. <laughs> I don't think you're missing anything. No, I, I don't. You, Isn't it like square? Yeah. They're just I mean, little tiny burgers. Yeah. It's about the experience. It's How are you yeah. not missing anything? <laughs> like you've never eaten right. a burger like this. It's, like, you have to it's have not it. a great yes. burger, but it is a great experience. Oh, I, mean. I wouldn't. <laughs>
I wouldn't go that far. I mean, they do sell them frozen everywhere, so people it's obviously. Oh, you're talking about White Castle. White Castle. Okay, I've never had a make sure that burger. White Hut. There's nothing wrong with a local owned and operated. Oh, White Hut is bu- really good, right. and they have normal sized burgers. We just okay. want to make sure yeah. we yeah. establish yeah, yeah, yeah. that. No, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. Anyways, before I dig myself into a hole and tell, and everybody thinks I'm militant and hate, <laughs> hate White Hut. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Thanks so much. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to woosah. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Hey, Coco. What's up, Terry? What are you looking at over there? I'm looking at the flyer for the Healthy Living Passport through Explore Holyoke. Have you heard about that? I haven't. What is that? Okay, so a bunch of organizations have been coming together. Let's Move Hampton County 5210 has been bringing folks together and has been thinking about ways to get folks engaged in healthy living uh, activities. So uh, they put together a passport where you can join into these various like events and be a part of um, workshops and all those things and get stamps in your passport and then be submitted into raffle drawings. So there's actually like real incentives behind like completing some of these tasks on the passport. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. And why is it called healthy living specifically? Because it's all about healthy living, like really focused on like movement, going out for walks, uh, joining in at the farmer's market, maybe taking classes at the YMCA or through Holyoke Health Center. So it's really focused on trying to get folks to make some healthy choices this summer. So you can go get a passport and then you can like go to all these places with it and get little like get stars. Little stamps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sounds fun. So you can go to the YMCA Healthy Kids Day uh, and that is on the 29th of April. So that one's coming up but you might miss that one. Um, and then there's also you can visit the Holyoke Public Library and the Summers Farmers Market to pick up uh, a passport. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, and then stay tuned through the Explore Holyoke page to see what types of events are going to be associated with the passport. Sweet. I like it a lot. Awesome. Well, I hope to see you out there. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> we back. We back. We back. So speaking of not ever having enough money for anything, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of budget hearings right now. Yes. Or actually, we just had the last one. So, um, so yeah, we're going to be moving on. But... The interesting thing about budgets here, budget hearings is that the budget comes out from the mayor's office after, you know, I'm sure he meets with every department head and they talk about things and figure out what they need for various areas of the city. Um, then he works on a budget, gets it back to the council and we can cut, but we cannot add to the budget. Mm-hmm. And so since our mayor is so thorough, thorough, I feel like there's not usually much to cut because he's kind of he kind of does all the work for you. Mm. You know, and he he's really making the case right now for like having a a chief financial officer in in the building because mm-hmm. you know that would be a person who can go back and forth with him, take care of a lot of financial things that were not taken care of. That wouldn't be an appointed position; it would be a professional position. And we talk a lot about grants, you know, during the budget hearings and. You know, because we're talking about where is money going to come from for X, Y, and Z. And this person would also be a great person to kind of keep track of all the grants coming in and going and where they're going and coming to. And, you know, we just, we it would just balance out things a lot more. So, I don't know. The budget hearings are weird because I feel like you're just really, you just kind of, 
you're getting a presentation of what you're reading, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't really, I don't know. I don't really enjoy them. Mm. Yeah. I can see, I can <laughs> see how they're really boring. And then if, I guess like my only thought is like, is housing a part of those budgetary mm. priorities? Like how much mm. is housing in that? Right. Like how yeah. much is the city willing to spend on that? And that that's my only question. Other than that, I'm, I would see that to be pretty boring. Well, the, <laughs> the housing authority, um, financing comes partially through the city but they get up what seems to me like most of their grants and most of their funding through different like federal sources Mm -hmm. and state sources so that's kind of a whole different thing although um that it did come up in one of our first in like the first budget hearing um that apparently I was for taking money away from homework house and giving it to the housing authority. Mm. And, uh, because I just felt like the argument was really made, Oh, should we take money from the housing authority and give it to homework house? And I was like, no, we shouldn't take any money out of housing because if you don't live anywhere, you're not worried about studying. Right. (laughs) So, you know, you kind of need security first. And so, I, of course, was, I'm always made to be the bad guy with, with any comment like that. Like, oh, so you don't want to fund the homework house? Mm. Like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah we've, we've, yeah, we've established that you're the mean one. So there's that. I mean. That's not what I said. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. The housing in Holyoke is still, you know, a, a problem. Yeah. You know, we're, we have a shortage just like everybody in the country. So. Yeah. Um, but can can the city budget fix it no because the city budget is too small to even fix itself Hmm. yeah and uh, and about the cfo i i guess for for me i'm thinking about yes it seems helpful to have some sort of structure how closely are they going to work with other offices that Mm -hmm. handle finances not just the mayor right of course the mayor needs a liaison but i feel like yeah, they would work with like the auditor right. and the tax and the treasurer yeah. and all of those folks as mm-hmm. well. So everything that has to do with the economics of the city, right. it would be a way for them to kind of like put some succinct strategy like to the what we're doing with our money mm-hmm. and a focus. Um, I guess the question there is, is like, what's that salary look like? You know what I mean? For a CFO. Probably looks pretty good. City for our size. Yeah, it probably looks great, right? But, like, can the city afford that? Right. You know what I mean? Or and can the city... I mean, I think you have to look at these things from from every side a little bit. What the city can't afford, it can't afford, but it can't... It also can't not afford, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like we can't afford to not pick up trash, even if we're understaffed at the DPW. Right. You know, we can't afford to... I mean, there's there's arguments for having grant writers, you know, for the city. We we really are losing a lot of money by not having grant writer positions because mm-hmm. these are the people who go whose full time job it is to go find go money. find the money. So right. we really can't afford to not have those people, and they surely bring in more than they get paid. And I I would see like the financial person the same way. Like a lot of people in these positions bring more to the table than than we lose by not having them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I mean, and I, that that was a whole other thought. I was like, how many other offices within city government could actually use more staffing? Right. Right. And like, I think that then that then the conversation goes into like, are there funds out there that we could tap into right. that would actually cover at least some salaries for a few 
good employees. And I right. think right now a lot of that a lot of that burden of finding the the funding falls on the department heads or you know if whoever's working most closely with them um, in those departments. Like <clears throat> if if we're looking for money for a project in the city and it's you know even related to my department, I'm probably the one looking for that money because if I find the money, I can then propose to city council to hire this person because I found the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's to my it, it's to my benefit to go look for the money even if I'm working extra hours and such because once I get this extra person, it's gonna lighten the load for the entire department, mm-hmm. many of which, most of which are starting to be fully staffed, but there's still, you know, there's still a lot of space, a lot of voids in our city government that, that could be filled and yeah. that would be a big help, so. Mm. Well, fingers crossed. I don't know, I mean, you know, it, it We've always seen the mayor, thought about the mayor, like, I don't want to say corporatizing, but like trying to bring in more structure into City Hall. Seems like the CFO is an effort towards that. I mean, I agree with the researchers, too. We were pushing. I mean, we were sitting in a room with two two, uh, interns right now. And like, I keep thinking of how much how how like great of an experience they could have if they found some like even entry level work mm-hmm. into city hall and i also I'm not saying that you guys work for cheap but like they would be cheaper than we do. you know what i mean but <laughs> you do you know what yeah. i mean well, and so it's entry well, level for a reason right, right. you're but then in to learn and get paid for learning yeah you know? and then also with all this talk about new positions and work in city hall also how can the city maybe support its local community members stepping into those roles that's like how can Mm. they also do like some type of education or funding right so also making it a way to have people in the city more involved because you have right like an entire um uh, an entire city full of people Mm -hmm. right who need jobs and who need support and who also are probably very open to in some way supporting the city look folks i didn't say it i didn't have to (laughs) i didn't have to Cause that's, that was, that's, I mean, for us at neighbor to neighbor, our big push is about like getting our members into those positions of power and being the decision makers. So again, Mm -hmm. like I'm thinking, I don't know if I have a member off the top of my head that's CFO ready, you know what I mean? But that's, that's what I want for my members is to be thinking about that, realizing that you don't, in order to work in government, you don't necessarily have to run and be mm-hmm. elected. You could right. actually you get can hired. Just get a regular full time position. Get a full time union, yeah. Yeah. union position too. With by the way, with great benefits. With great benefits, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's not, yeah. And their and the, you know their their pay structure is usually um, tiered, so you're automatically getting like pay raises and mm-hmm. stuff. You know, so it's not a bad job. It's not. They're not, and it's it's important work. You know, but unfortunately when when the city is understaffed and and i can only speak for holy really like it's those entry-level positions that disappear more right because you know if it's things that i have to teach someone maybe right now i don't have the time to because i'm so overwhelmed with my own workload as as like a director mm-hmm. or a supervisor or a manager but at the same time if you don't have those people helping you you never that load is never lightened yeah. you know so we definitely ha- can do better i think so maybe that's a way that the city hall can start partnering with local organizations and nonprofits in holyoke like the chamber of commerce has the e for all yeah. or that entrepreneurship um program so maybe somehow expanding that or like working with like resources in the city to help prepare people so the actual city government doesn't have to but then when they're stepping into the roles they have a support system already well and i think that's i mean you bring up a really important point which 
which is that we need new thinkers with new ideas who are from different generations and different backgrounds who come to the table with like a blank slate of, you know, a future they see because all the ideas that come out of that are great, you know, and how they're implemented really depends on who's available to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But if you aren't in the spaces where you need to be to be heard, no one hears the ideas and nothing happens, you know? So I think it's really, I mean, these are really good points. Yeah. And I'll say that the last point about the younger generation is that I will always say that they're more courageous than we are. Right. And so when it comes to thinking outside the box, when it comes to like stretching ideas and going beyond the traditional, I feel like it's always a younger generation that's going to lead the charge on that. And so Mm. when you're talking about city leadership, and when you're talking about shaping the future, like this, this is their space. You know right. what I mean? Absolutely. Like this is their work to do. So definitely thinking of getting younger blood, younger vision into that space. Nothing against who's in there now, <laughs> but like, you know, we're working towards a greener, cleaner future. And yeah, some some of our older generation aren't all necessarily not as connected. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even as connected. Like I'm I'm 20 years your senior probably. So what you're going through, I've, I very well may have never experienced and definitely not in the same ways, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So um, the the insight is incredibly important and figuring out how to get those um, thoughts and ideas in front of everyone else is like should be the goal yeah Yeah. you know yeah oh i think it's also an act of bravery just being open to like new things and Mm. new people and welcome Mm. them in you know it's uh, your way of doing it of supporting Mm. (laughs) thank you all right we're gonna go be more fluid for a second and then we'll be right back (laughs) with uh with another segment peace bye fame i'm gonna live forever I'm a horrible singer. Why are you doing this? <laughs> There's a new place called Fame. Really? Yeah. Is it? What's what's going on at Fame? It. They don't sing there. I don't think. Oh, okay. They have food though. Oh, what kind of food? Um, snacky stuff. Um, they have a lunch menu, and in the evenings they have pretty nice drinks and and other bar snacky stuff. I do like drinks. You like drinks? Yeah, drinks yeah. are fun. They make nice drinks. Um, well, uh, maybe I'll stop by Fame. You should probably stop by. Um, they are open, or they're at 386 Dwight Street, um, right by Canna Provisions. So they're in that like plaza-y, old building-y space. There's yeah. a lot of spaces like that in Holyoke. Um, and they're open Monday through Friday from 11 to 3 in the morning. Till 3? 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. Not a.m. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on weekdays mm. for like soups and sandwiches and stuff. And then Friday and Saturday, they're open 5 to 10 p.m. for like the drinks and the snacks. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. And it's a pretty cool vibe over there. I, I really like it. Nice, nice. Well, maybe we should stop by. Let's do it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> we back. Hey. What's happening? Nothing. What's going on in your world? Uh, I mean, it was, I had a busy weekend. Out yeah. in Pittsfield. Oh yeah, how was that? That was fun. The solidarity economy. Uh, what is that? Massachusetts solidarity economy network. Oh. Um, did a gathering, and we like to do that like every year in a different spot. So last year it was in Grafton. This year it was in Pittsfield, and essentially it's a space where folks who are building. Uh, your co-owned and shared spaces, whether those are land trust, those could be co-housing spaces. Most of the time, it, we're thinking of co-owned businesses. 
because Wellspring is a part of that as well. Um, and yeah, so it's just a way for us to kind of like share the good news of uh, co-ownership and say that there are alternatives to capitalism, right? And that we could kind of move differently. So sounds crunchy. It, it you know. <laughs> <laughs> I keep this is this is why that's actually why I wanted to bring it up on the podcast a little bit because I feel like oftentimes when you say solidarity economy network or even just the term solidarity economy it throws people off because they're like what what is that mm-hmm. but it's what we have done especially we people of color have done for generations in order to survive in a world that excluded us like systematically mm. we had to lean into our own communities to survive for example, I was born uh, outside of Chocolate City, which is D.C., mm-hmm. and we called Chocolate City Chocolate City because black folks moved up there. Um, instead of working in, the, in steel mills and in factories and in farms, they actually worked as dry cleaners, as taxi drivers, as barbers, as maids mm-hmm. for our government officials. Right. Um, and they built a whole community for themselves in D.C., and literally built DC. And also. literally built DC, yeah. which we're not. <laughs> but that's why Chocolate City is called Chocolate City, hmm. right? Because it was actually like an alternative place, really. It was, yeah. a, you know what I mean, than what it really was. So that's why I also don't care about the government. No. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm no. It's, I'm just like, you know, it's DC. Like, I know it differently. Y'all yeah. say, oh, the president lives there. I'm like, my grandma grew up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, so it's just kind of like. I don't it's a different space but yeah that's really for me when I hear the solidarity economy I'm thinking of those types of examples of how our people have long lived and how does that play out in the present day yeah in the in the present day it's it that's why it kind of gets granola and crunchy right because we because the academia or those spaces have put a name to it, but folks are still living like that now. Like Mm -hmm. you can look at what happened here, you know, at the, at the outset of Maria in Puerto Rico Mm -hmm. and how the Puerto Rican diaspora network that was already here in Holyoke basically reached its arms out and, and extended care and mutual aid to its people. So that was already, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And there's no, there was no, Oh, that's the solidarity economy. You know what I mean? We just called that the diaspora. You know what I mean? And that organized itself. And that organized itself. Right. That was people looking out, family looking out for each other, making space for each other. And there was Mm -hmm. no like systematic rule or whatever to it. It It was was like, how many boxes you want to, you right. want to fill and how many you want to pay to mail even now and you can still see it <laughs> even now like if there's a big hurricane or anything storm that happens in puerto rico there are people you you would just like have to ask who's putting boxes together today and yeah. there are people out there that are putting boxes together and sending them off oh yeah you, you go to i've the, dropped off many many items to city sports because priscilla over there is like always doing outreach work and helping out wherever she can but Especially I've noticed when there's storms in in Puerto Rico, that's the first place that's sending stuff tomorrow. Bring it right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's the that's an extension of the of the care economy as Mm -hmm. like black radical feminists would call it. Um, And like I said, now you have an academic crowd who's calling it the solidarity economy. They've built a lot of what they are kind of designing is from Brazil which is also really interesting and some other some other nations who like have 
baked this into policy so that mm. it's actually how government operates is based off of these kind of principles and these structures. Mm. Um, and so it's interesting to kind of dive into that a little bit and to see what that would look like here in the States. But again, it's a move towards being anti-capitalist, right? Yeah. So it's it's hard. <laughs> contrary. Right. It's completely contrary. Yeah. So it's hard sometimes to like make that adjustment which is why I also say the the easiest way of doing it is just doing it, right? And mm. like in our example with the community gardens or in our example at the shared kitchen space, which we're putting together, like just doing it and then having these experiences. Yeah, because you can lead by example and exactly. it makes it and makes it tangible. Exactly. Nice. And the other thing is that, you know, like I said, on this podcast, people n might remember me as Mr. Defund the police. Right. And <laughs> might might hear a very angry rhetoric from me or you sound really angry all the time i'm always angry yeah. <laughs> that's the vibe i get right super mad <laughs> mad rapper tell me why you mad son yeah that's that's me so but i feel like some folks who don't know me would definitely assume uh, mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so seeing me do these things in a very gentle kind slower paced way for me is a way to kind of upset some of that stereotype that you're trying to place on me right and right. like some of that and it's not all conscious on my part. Sometimes I'm just doing it or whatever, but I'm definitely aware yeah. that this is how it goes. So anyways, it was, I I had never walked through Pittsfield. I don't know if you ever just like kind of like just explored. I've walked through Pittsfield and around Pittsfield and all over Pittsfield, strangely. Yeah, mm. I, I just <laughs> never made it out. I never made it out. And it's, a, it's, it's a cute, it's a cute setup, right? It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. And it was weird though to be in a space that was like being basically encroached upon by new yorkers mm. oh. right and all these folks from upstate new york yeah who would use like pittsfield as a second home or a vacation spot you know what i mean for themselves which is very interesting to yeah. think but um another post-industrial town yeah i was gonna say it's a it's not it, it looks it has a very uh northampton look with the big downtown mm -hmm. you know like the main street and stuff but it definitely has a holyoke feel with you know the the different communities and, and the obvious um, difference in economies mm -hmm. and, and, you know, financials. Yeah. And a pouring like a history of pouring all putting all of its eggs in one basket in one industry, so mm. to speak, and hoping that yeah. that would that brings economic vitality to the community. And like once that industry is obsolete, no longer used, whatever the case may be, it shuts down. Now your city is like locusts. People just move there on. There you go. Just move mm -hmm. on. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, it was it was nice to kind of tour. Um, it was nice to tour through Pittsfield. We were with a group who Roots and Dreams and Mustard Seeds um, really like. Is that the name of that group? Yeah. Roots, Say it Dream, again, please. Roots Dreams and Mustard Seeds. Um, and they're yeah, they're a really <laughs> sweet, like cute. mutual aid group. They do a lot of mutual aid work, um, like kind of providing for the homeless community and um doing food distributions but the way that they're thinking about it is like a whole they're just mindful of the principle if you teach a man to fish they'll eat for a day mm -hmm. right and they're more mindful of that and so they'll they'll give fish right? right but they're also trying to find the ways to like develop their people and get them in a better standing i mean like in, in a better spot and i think that again this kind of goes into the conversation that we were having earlier about about 
like making sure that our people are in certain positions. And I think just in general, we should just be making sure our people are elevating, right? Mm -hmm. And that they're not just staying the same in the same spot, right? Because otherwise, it, for me, like I've always said, it makes me feel like I'm taking advantage of these folks. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I'm not trying to help you level up and get to that next place, wherever it is for you, you know? Interesting. Yeah. So hmm. that's what we were out there doing in Pittsfield, two nice. days. Yeah. Tabling, talking about anti-capitalism we didn't we didn't say burn it down we're just like <laughs> try something new you know what i mean let's do something different <laughs> how do you feel about uh economic socialism i don't know what that is i've <laughs> never heard of that oh wait. tell me what that is <laughs> well there's a professor at umass um his last name is wolf and he has a he's i hear him a lot on the on like some talk shows and on um he has a show he does out of New York, I think, once a month. Um, but he talks about economy from a more of a socialist mindset, um, and where there is, you know, there is uh, there is money coming in, and you know, one still needs to work for a living. But a lot of, you know, more of the basic needs of society are met. Mm -hmm. um, so. Um, you know, your taxes go to healthcare for all and, you know, schools and, you know, it, it, it turns a lot into like a more government um, control of, of like the things we all need, like they are anti-privatization of schools yeah. and charter schools. It's like kind of reversing the privatization of like yeah. the, right. Yeah. And I mean, really, you know, we've gotten here from that point. I feel like we were there and, and now then, now it'd be nice to kind of re revert back yeah. a little on some things. But, yeah. you know, I don't think there's like an easy solution to anything because since we are an entire nation of people with our own ideas, it makes it hard to all get together and agree yeah. on something. Um, but I wonder if there's not a case to make that, you know, in year X, this was happening and everyone was doing really great. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, all these problems have kind of stemmed from, you know, things being taken away slowly over time and funding being taken away slowly over time and more power being given to corporations slowly over time. I mean, when you do things over a course of 50 years, mm -hmm. you know, with our really uh, good long-term memories as American citizens, we tend to like not really think about what happened even, you know, six months ago. Yeah. So if you take things away slowly over time, our, our, our long-term memory is like non-existent, not to mention that um, we're not teaching history in mm -hmm. schools. Right. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so how do we even know what happened? Because we're not even learning about it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and we get into it. Reparations <laughs> alert. Like you can't, yeah. for me, you cannot talk about economics and not bring up reparations for me yeah right and like and it's not again it's we've had this conversation that it's not all about money no and it can't be and it, and it can't be it's impossible for that to happen and there has to be some reconciliation that's also associated with it as well and i think that that's a whole that's the whole thing it's like for a forever for generations since the founding of this nation people of color women have been excluded queer QT BIPOC folks. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> right, shouts out to the QT BIPOC community. Mm -hmm. um, have been excluded, right? And have been systematically excluded. And then, like, as times have progressed, quote unquote, they're still excluded, right? right. And still don't well, have. Well, they've been robbed, but nothing was ever done. But nothing about was it. ever done about yeah. it to, like, kind of bring some healing and right. some justice to that situation. So, 
for me, it, that... It's just thoughts and prayers and apologies. Yeah. That should be enough, Terry. M- my condolences. Yeah, I'm so I'm sorry. Rich now everything's fixed. <laughs> like generations. You had a black president. Like I don't know why right. you want anything <laughs> else. I was like, what's wrong with you? The rest of the government is white, but the figurehead. The, right. I mean, it's not my you know? fault that my grandparents stole your grandparents' land, and I now live on it. Right. It's right. not my fault. And it's just it, get over it. I'm yeah. yes, I'm the CEO of this corporation <laughs> that started doing slavery and that like you know built itself off of unpaid I'm labor. Free the foundation. Like free and like found it. <laughs> But that that was like in what seventeen whatever right. the you know what I mean like nobody remembers that nobody remembers that at the top of that. the world and I'm paying you minimum wage right so you're getting paid minimum wage you're getting the minimum well right. I live in twelve mansions right right and have to choose which <laughs> 14, car I drive 14, 14, 14, 14, 14, right. fourteen and have to choose which car I drive like yes I have a struggle too my life is hard too <laughs> right. my life is very hard right. I'm on my fourth divorce God right God. <laughs> And I'm about to you go out to. You know how much money these people take with right. them when they leave you? Right. Do you know I how have, much it costs nothing. to like spend six months in Turks and Caicos? Do you know how much that costs <laughs> with an entire family? Right. right. <laughs> Do you know what that means? And their friends. <laughs> right. Like twenty of us. Right. Jeez. You guys need to get over slavery. That's <laughs> right. what it is. At the end of it, just get over it. Okay. Yeah. But then it's like it's like how did you get there? How did you get the fourteen cars? Can we trace back your wealth to you know like one of these? hundreds of ways that the nation set you up for success and then left all the people caught behind right let's be real here and this is where we talk about the just transition it's like for the longest time we have continued to live in this extractive unsustainable unhealthy exclusive world and what we're saying is is let's break away from that and try to build something that's more inclusive more interdependent and more like about our collective mm-hmm. health and wealth rather right. than just like the health and wealth of a chosen few, Absolutely. right? And that's what we're trying to move away from. Shout out to movement, movement work and organizing. There we go. We did it. <laughs> it sounds right. like we're actually doing it's it. It's all about care. <laughs> right. It's all about care. That's it. Nice. I care. All right. We're going to go it's care time. a little bit. I'm going to take a break. Caring. All right. We're going to go care for ourselves. Be right back. <laughs> <laughs> so, Terry. Yes, Coco. Um, do you know where people can submit their events since it's the 150th year of Holyoke's existence and everybody wants to go to every event? Oh my gosh, where can they submit their events? Okay, well, exploreholyoke.com is a new site about all things Holyoke and they would love it if you're having an event that you send them the info so they can add it to their calendar and post your event and your space and all that goody stuff. That's great. Can you do that? In the microphone. <laughs> uh, I thought my volumes were okay. Damn. Yeah. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Hey now, hey. What's happening? <laughs> what? You didn't hear that? No, I kind of. I don't know what you're doing. Okay. <laughs> right. Didn't you hear that one? You got yeah, that was impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thought one. bubble. Yeah. I just popped it. Oh, thought bubbles. Here we are. Thought bubbles. How do we get? How do we get on thought bubbles? How'd that happen? Um. Well. When we got here, I was talking about how all over the place I feel a little, well, a lot lately because I'm not a multitasker. I mean, they say no one is a good multitasker, but I just can't do it at all. And so I have all these different like bubbles of information and lists that I have to deal with, but they're all separate Mm because they deal, they don't really meet anywhere in the middle. Some of them kind of go together as part of some kind of work like for the city or something Mm -hmm. but generally they don't really go together 
you know. Mm-hmm. So right now I have a bunch of them that have, have been getting bigger and bigger as I have been in a holding pattern incapable of uh, taking action because when my thought bubbles get too big and there's too many, I get overwhelmed and mm-hmm. then I just shut down. Yeah, you get paralyzed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just coming out of that. Mm. And I just popped one today. Mm. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I'm mm-hmm. proud of Getting you. Getting things done finally yeah. again. It works, yeah, if, it works if you work it. That's what they say. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely. And and I think and that led to um procrastination mentioned by Milo, the silent intern in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> His presence is not heard, but it is right. felt. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be with us in spirit forever. I just right. know it. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can hear a chuckle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was Milo. <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah, he mentioned, you know, it, it kind of it doesn't kind of go along with procrastination. It is a it is procrastination, yeah, you yeah. know, because it's not the bi- it's not all big things that need to be done. It's it's even the little things that have added up and they kind of add up because they're all little things. And so instead of doing the little things, I just shove them into these different bubbles until and then I figure, well, I'm just going to go and tackle all that at once at and once. then this at once and that at once. But when they're all tackled and everything's the, the slate is clean, I feel so much better. So um, I finally started tackling some of them today and I it just gave me the umph I need mm. to continue. Right. So I think I think my holding pattern is done. I can I can leave now. You can land. <laughs> you can land this plane. I can land or I yeah. can leave or, or I can, can leave on a t- I'm ready for well, whatever. Yeah, now. you're you're yeah, you got some loose ends to tie up anyway <laughs> before you're completely out of town for 75 months but yeah i, I feel <laughs> like it's yeah, just gonna be wow. forever sorry guys wow. but yeah okay. coco's gonna be gone forever i'm gonna phone um, in from the future right oh wow um mm. interesting you know but i i re- <laughs> i resonate with that because like i said it takes me eight hours to send one email and it's just <laughs> like sometimes the email is just like three or four sentences but then I also you feel, just read them over and over yeah, again. Yeah, it's like no, this this. But word. I feel bad. Is like that supposed to be capitalized. Well, no. <laughs> if somebody sent me an email with at least like two whole paragraphs mm-hmm. in it, then I feel like I gotta reciprocate. But sometimes all you have to say is like a one like, sentence. Okay, thank right. you. Sometimes that's all I got. But I'm sitting there reciprocating in my head, and then I realize when I finally send the emails, like this is all it needed was just mm. this like one quick. You right. know what I mean? But I want you to know, I read your entire email. Right. Like I literally am paying attention to what you're saying. But you also asked me, can we meet up? So I really just want to address so that. What let's, time? Let, like, yeah, that's, that's what I want to. Right. And let's then, make and that then happen. you can read this email to me. Right. Yeah. And then you could just. <laughs> 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 and then we, can, we can have a dramatic we reading. <laughs> yeah. We can have a dramatic reading of your email. Like in <laughs> person. <breakdown>. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've definitely got some of those. I would love to read out loud, but I'm going to wait until yeah. I'm no longer in office. Ah, uh, smart. The anonymous emails. Yeah. Those are probably fun. <laughs> There's some of them are pretty good. I wouldn't read anything controversial out loud, but some of them, the tone is just, it's interesting. And where people are coming from, like what's important to, to some people is, is definitely not the same thing that's important to other oh, people. Yeah. And it really comes across, you know, with the urgency of some of you the things be, that come it's, in. It's you because know? you need to be put in your place. Yeah. Like you clearly. cross the line and you need to be put in your place. <laughs> and I'm going to do that via email. <laughs> it's not like I have your phone number. It's not like I can't text you or show up at your house. I mean, yeah, like it's public information. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like I, I often wonder like why people don't just knock on my door. I mean, not that I think that would be I don't great think all that's the appropriate. time. But you know, but like sometimes I think like 
Yeah, people know where I live. It's not like it's don't not knock like on my secretive. door, folks. You better call me before you show up over my house. I mean, I don't really <laughs> answer because I can't usually hear it. But, right, okay. but I mean well. You right. know? <laughs> I tried. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking about it. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, the dogs are barking. That might be the door. Hmm. Yeah. So I want to get back though to your thought bubble though. I want to get back to your thought bubble. Yeah, the dogs are always going off. Um, <laughs> and what are like. <laughs> right that's your dogs that's yeah they're just they're really loud out of control um (laughs) but what 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 breaks you out of like the stuckness right action just action any action will do usually it's It's like i get the first email or the first like no it's getting away from that stuff and doing the action items Mm. you know it's it's the it's all the emailing and reading and and all the the screen related stuff that that really bogs me down and it's the action items that don't get taken care of that pile up mm-hmm. you know so when i start tackling the action items that i can physically do without it 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 puts me in a totally different mental space mm-hmm. where i feel like invigorated cuz i'm doing something and i'm not just staring at a screen trying right. to, you know like you can't just think full time you know sometimes you just got to do yeah. yeah, yeah, I, 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 almost I need a break back from to, it. I like to think though, but I agree. I need a break. I agree. It's yeah. a different type of thinking, like when you're doing stuff that's been left behind. Because I have a really big issue with um, procrastination, but I also have ADHD, so I'm just set <laughs> up like <laughs> to just constantly have like this issue of so many things like piling up in my head and around. So something that really helps me is really similar to Coco is just like taking the chance to sometimes assessing like right you have all those different um piles or thought groupings and it's like what do I have the capacity for right now right am I in a creative mood and I'm in a physical like activity or cleaning mood am I in like a writing mood mm-hmm. right and like figuring that out and then finding what is something I know I'm good at mm-hmm. and I can like easily get done in like five ten minutes and like get that confidence boost and keep going right because it's like it, then it right and then it's just like build. okay like that's now it. I can now, now yeah. go that's it taking yeah. that conf- that confidence boost doing that's that true. one thing is like and then You're here's like, a th- ha, I made an appointment for this thing finally <laughs> right, that I right, it's like, I've been oh. needing to do for three months. Here's <laughs> the thing about this whole conversation though. None of this like I, I swear, it's probably gonna take like two hours of your whole entire Right. Day. It's like so maybe you know I mean? or like a half hour. Or it's even not a even half hour. I was trying to give some grace, right? Like <laughs> I was trying to give us some grace because right. sometimes it's just like it is just thirty minutes of work that we're like not trying yeah, to do dude, right for now. days. Right. For yeah. days. <laughs> for <laughs> days. Are there places you pass by where you know you need to stop and grab something or do something? Like I, I had to stop for like vehicle a, fee, a vehicle thing that mm. I've been I've just been putting off. I'm like, well it's not an Oh, emergency. you trying to get pulled over. <laughs> no, I'm not sitting driving dirty. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> City, like, council. City council. <laughs> Always like making me look bad. Better make sure that registration's up. I'm going to go check the Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yeah, and I stopped and, and I got like a whole thing taken care of and an appointment to take care of some other stuff. And I was just like, Man, that feels good. And then I went and did something else. Right. Yeah. I was like, yes, I'm doing stuff. I'm going to go do this other thing now. And I dropped some things off and picked some stuff up and ran an errand and crossed some things off of a list. And 
I know I know you're not supposed to like reward yourself when you do those things. But you can, yeah. But I will go to Nick's Nest and get me a twist cone. Like <laughs> after I'm done, like I will <laughs> I will go like I ain't mad at you. I did it. I ain't mad at you. I'm gonna go get me some I, ice cream now. I did it. <laughs> like I did it. The like, yeah. Rainbow mm. sprinkles are mm. usually calling my name. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. You know what yeah, I mean? Nice. And like that helps that helps yeah, a there's lot. There's nothing Everything wrong with rewarding helps. yourself. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. reward That's yourself true. more often. I should, <laughs> but first drink water. But yeah, first drink all the water. Right, and then go get an ice cream cone. Yeah, and right. don't procrastinate and get an ice cream cone first. Right. right. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to eat this ice cream. You got to eat that. I, I, and then I'll I, pre- yeah. I preemptively deserve this. Right. <laughs> I know I'm going to send this email in like the next two days. Right. <laughs> like, I'm going to get some ice cream now. <laughs> I thought about it. Right, That's and that was it. That was it. No, yeah. I... I'm glad we had this talk because uh, I definitely feel that like yeah. there are some there are, uh, there I have a lot going on in my life in general and there are I think we all do and then we all have a multitude of capacities that we have to be in day in and day out mm. and I think it's like I love having like such a variance in my day like I'm sitting in the studio right now covered in dirt because we were like gardening earlier and now we're doing this and mm-hmm. then we'll do that later. You know what I mean? And I love having a day like that. Right. Um, but what ends up happening is is stuff like the emails and the phone calls and the check-ins and the follow-ups. Up. Those definitely pile up and it gets to the point that I, I want an intern to do that work for me. <laughs> now now I get to stress about the five sentences right. that are being said. Yeah. Right. 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 Is this the right tone? Or like, gonna I don't want to come off too like strong. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to know I'm interested. Like, right. <laughs> are we dating now? Like what's going right. on? Like, here? What are the vibes? What are the, what are the vibes, vibes here? And then you're trying to figure out like what's the time? Like should I wait like twenty four hours or forty? I, I don't wanna I don't wanna come on too strong. I don't right. want to like it look like I'm always on my well, right. There is a schedule button for that oh, the schedule button that. is dope the schedule yeah. button is i don't dope. use that enough but i think i think especially those emails that come in at like midnight and yeah. stuff from people i when i see that i'm just like oh dear what's wrong oh dear like yeah. i didn't send that thinking like you you need to like i did right. it because it's an email and mm-hmm. i can send an email whenever right but now people are checking their emails in bed and stuff and then i feel bad Mm-mm. so I think I'm going to start, like, if any email I send, you know, goes out after, like, 6 p.m., I think I'm just going to automatically have it go in. I'm going to tell you you what's going to help, though. I'm doing this. I'm actually doing this today. Two phones. Mm. Oh. Two phones. It's a must, right? And then, like, having your work phone be your work phone with all of the work email on there. And the other cool thing with these newer phones, man, you could put the... Uh, this one has like a work-life balance setting what? on there and it'll literally certain apps I can schedule to shut down and like it'll shut it down hmm. and then the other apps that are more for like my life you know what I yeah, mean it'll yeah. still have access to but yeah two phones is probably the way for me to go especially because I have a 412 number still so <laughs> like people are always not taking my phone call because they're right. like this is definitely somebody who wants to check in on my car insurance like <laughs> I mean yeah. I think I think that's a good idea, and I think some people might need that. But I don't get notifications for anything, uh, and I think that helps me a lot because, mm-hmm. like, it's there when I get to it. So whether it's a different phone number, the only thing that actually comes through my phone is, like, um, my city phone number. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, I don't get any notifications about anything. So 
at a certain time of day, I just don't pay attention yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, and unless that's, that's it's an smart. emergency, because, you know, a work phone could have emergencies. Like, usually the things that come through in the middle of the night are, like, unfortunately. Like, yeah, but you have to, you'll have to call me stuff. three times. You'll have to call to me three that, times yeah. in order to, like, break through the do not disturb. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like, and if it's a really an emergency, you got to call me. Right. You know and what I mean? And if it's a real emergency, people know you and they'll call your personal You know number. my personal number right. anyway. So yeah. you can hit and that's me how, up. And that's how I feel about it. Like, I don't get notifications, but I feel like if it were an emergency, emergency like i will someone will let me yeah you know i've been thinking of getting a flip phone going back to a flip phone for the because then i can't all i can do is oh you weren't here for the light phone conversation no (laughs) yeah the light phone is you need a light phone it's like Mm. all black and white it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah. you can only get podcasts and phone that's it and i think you can text maybe but you can't like send no emojis or nothing like that none of that well yeah I don't know about that. Yeah, see, right? It's scary. <laughs> it's scary. I don't know about that. I'm still. Oh, you mean? Oh, you mean one of the new flip phones? No, no, yes. no, no, no. I used to. I started off with a flip phone, just a silly little. But I could take pictures on it. I could play a little game on it too. A little snake. But if you oh, get yeah. you get bored after a while, you know, it's yeah. not like the super high tech. Oh, I can get like. Yeah. And you have to like to but text. This, right. No, but like I can't have email on times. it then. All right. Like, so now we're getting into it. But I think that this actually is our problem, right? Right. A oh, lot no, of yeah. Our it's just you can have everything on it. The smartphone is where we're looking at, folks, for who cannot see us raising. This up in the, but yeah, the smartphone the is definitely a, a big problem for us. I, I think it was just recently that I got. I say recently, maybe about six, seven years ago, I started using a smartphone. Yeah. Like I was flip phone, ride or die. Yeah. But it was work. You know you the emails and the phone calls so and then it's like centralized. Right. And then I'm like, I'm now I'm using Google Drive on my phone because yeah. I can yep. send this. You know what I mean? And I, like I got used to that. You know what I mean? But I also now know I'm like, bro. I'm about to go two phones. I'm about to just leave this in my glove box, like my work phone, yeah, and just right. not That's touch it. For, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It's it sounds like the right thing to do to me. I mean, I yeah. got no problems with it. I think, I think, work life balance is definitely a generational thing too. It's easier mm-hmm. to for someone who grew up with like a rotary phone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like remembers like when google was invented and like <laughs> you know had like the in the intranet somebody on who was born in the 1900s um right <laughs> <laughs> i we used microfiche <laughs> like at, in college to like look at see look at the look <laughs> we should have filmed it was some a video today <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um you know like it's easy for me to think like, oh, well, I'm going on vacation, so I'm just going to miss some stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah. but with all the apps and everything that are with you, the key is really to like put it away. Right. right. Yeah. My problem is I'm unreachable with a smartphone. You can't, <laughs> nice. you can't, con- like, you're, you have better look tracking down where I live and knocking on my door mm-hmm. than trying to text me to get my attention. So it's already like it's not working. But right. it's yeah, like, that's perfect. And I'm, mean, a, <sighs> I'm a phone call person, too. Like, mm. I, I don't really want to sit in text versations for extended no. periods of time. It takes so much more time. It does take so much yeah. more time. And I like a phone call because I can do other things if I'm talking right. to you on the phone. And, yes, yeah, sometimes my phone calls go long. For all, some of y'all out there listening, y'all know. Y'all call me and it's like two and a half hours <laughs> on the stuck. phone with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, you also know I'm sending emails. I'm, right. like, send, shooting text messages. To other. I'm doing, like, a thousand one other things while you're on the phone with me. Sorry that I'm That's not. why the phone call takes too long. Which brings me back to my initial point of why right. multitasking doesn't really work. Right. Full circle, yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're full circle. And and Terry, multitasking does not fully work, and although I'd, you love it. And mm-hmm. I'd also like to add if everybody just had a camera again. Yes, that's flip phone and camera, that's all I need. 
Yeah, because I used to like always just have, I always would have a waterproof camera. Mm -hmm. But now Mm. the cameras have less power than the camera on your phone. (gasps) And they're really expensive. But I think that for me, that's the solution for like vacations and stuff. I just need a camera. Yeah. I like like taking photos on my phone. I actually took me a long time to get used to that. But I do like taking photos on my phone just because it is fast. But I've been looking at for this very reason. So... Some of you may not know. I shoot 35 millimeter photography. And so it's it's a lot more of a process to shoot film and to like line up your shot. You, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I don't take my camera out as much on just like fun vacations and just like more purposeful trips. I'll take my camera out. But because of that, I'm like looking at a digital camera, one of the compact ones and mm-hmm. like something that's small. But just because like as I'm Going around, I love taking photos, but it'd be so nice. You don't want to have your phone all the time. That was the other. You get distracted because you yeah. pick up your phone right. to take I'm a picture. I'm taking a picture, and, and now I'm like, oh wait, I, went, I got a text. Like, let me look. Let yeah, me and then that. there's a yeah. thing, right? And then yeah. there's this thing. I went out. I, I did something. <laughs> I, I did something the other day where, like, I met, met doing this thing, and it was a, in a space where I should have taken photos while I was there, right? Mm-hmm. But I did not. And part of the reason why I didn't because take... Because you didn't want to take your phone out. I didn't out. want to take my phone out, yeah. right? Like, I wanted to be present, and I wanted to be there. And then, I'm, then I get halfway down the road, and I'm like, damn, I should have took photos of all of that. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, I didn't think of it because, like, here I am trying to be nice. You right. know what I mean? And actually, like, shortchange myself. So, yeah. Sweet. Thought bubbles. Yeah, there we go. That, and that's how Another thought bubbles popped. work. Yeah. They're all Pop. over the room right now. <laughs> Sweet. Well, we're going to go procrastinate just a little bit more, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Woo! This has been a good episode. Hey, we're back, and we're almost gone. Yeah, we're almost Except gone. Except for... We got to do the weather. Yes. Yes. Weather report. Fina, what you got? That's what I got. So, like we mentioned earlier, we were out in the garden today, and it was hot. It was so hot. It was so hot. It was so hot. And so Not... it was dry. Did you burn yeah. your shoulders? Did I burn... I risked burning my shoulders. They might be a little upset. Not completely burned, but they're, they're definitely not happy. Not happy. They're definitely not happy. Well, they but look really golden. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they stay right there. <laughs> but uh, along with that weather, just like a little fact for you, um, now with climate change, right? Climate change, we're going to see a 128.6% increase in ho- the city of Holyoke in the number of days that are over 97 degrees in the next 30 years Whoa. so 128.6 percent so How right many now are there? right now i think we get like three or four but eventually it's gonna be like over a month wow. that you can expect in 90 degree weather wow oh god and you can kind of already feel it now 80s is basically 90s right. the city is not built for that it is definitely not i know my house wasn't built for that Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Our, our energy system <laughs> isn't built for that the uh-huh. amount of like ac usage and Energy need a whole new system to deal with that. That's what I'm saying. That's not a, a window AC unit type mm-mm, of situation mm-mm, That's anymore. a swamp nope. cooler. That's moving on in the swamp that's cooler. A, that's a big thought bubble. Arizona. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, what are you doing down there, Arizona? How do you survive? That's yeah. what I'm doing now. You like, know what I mean? Would you mind um, sharing that fact again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, just going to say that one more, time. one more time. For the people in the back. For the people in the back. In the That's back. right. We are going to see in the city of Holyoke. A, because of climate because change, of climate which change. is real. Mm-hmm. Which is real. <laughs> which we can see with all this crazy weather and the super bad forest fires and everything going on right now. Which we just had the effects of recently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a 128.6% increase in the number of days over 97 degrees Fahrenheit Jeez. in the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. So just hotter. 
So just, what? So what would you say to the people who say, "Oh, in the next thirty years, meh"? That's like thirty years. It's gonna. I I think the thing is that people don't realize is like it's gonna build up to that. So in thirty years we're gonna reach that, but in five we're gonna be at like fifty. Okay. Uh, and not 10, to be a jerk or anything, right. but like. If you were 30 years older, how old would you be? 50. Okay, so I'm I'm almost, I'm a couple years away from 50, and I would <laughs> like to say um, I'm still alive, <laughs> and if I knew at your age what you're telling me now, I would definitely be concerned. Yeah. So I would just like to have this friendly reminder to everybody on the planet who's listening that 30 years Away is not that. It's not that far. long. Not that it's far. not that far. <laughs> it's not that far. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not that far at all. Let's be mindful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, our, and be more caring. That's right. Yeah. And shout out to the all of the youth out there suing their states, right, for yeah. their futures. Shout out to Montana. We saw. Oh the, yes. I think the youngest plaintiff in that lawsuit was five years old. Nice. That's suing for their climate future. Is it right too now. late for me to sue? I mean, it's never too. It's late never to too sue. late. It's never too late. This, <laughs> we are in the most litigious society ever. It's never too late. It's never too early. Ne- apparently, never right. too early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have. I have. Yeah. Woo, we're gonna get into a bigger conversation there about that's a good conversation yeah children suing. children suing over climate yeah i like that it's a let's hold on to that Til- <laughs> Ooh. 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 We heard that. We heard that. <laughs> right? We heard that. You hear that, Holy hey, Oak? The next. average age is like thirty here. Right. It's young. Yeah. And, and the other use. part is, is it we- is a young city, so that means that everyone living here basically is going to experience right. the, 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 this, this anomaly increase. of mm-hmm. heat in our city. We're going to be growing avocados in Holy Oak. Yeah. I mean, I'm already looking at fruit trees. You know. Yeah. So we're here. Yeah. It's it's here. It's definitely here, and yeah. Bad stuff, man. Let's fix the weather. Yeah, let's fix it. (laughs) Thanks for that. Sweet. All right. On that note, we're gonna go get some mango juice. (laughs) Have a good week, guys. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Adventures in Organized Chaos. I'm still Coco, and I'm Terry. (laughs) We'll talk to you next time. Bye. (laughs) 